Oh, hi. This week's guest has been someone I've been wanting to get on for a long time. And it is truly a raucous romp through recovery and romance. If you want to listen to the Patreon exclusive questions I posed to this week's guest and get the whole back catalogue of all the previous guest answers to the Patreon exclusive questions and the Agony Aunt Patreon exclusive answers as well, just go to patreon.com forward slash dating my mates. Okay, without further ado, here it is. Jesus, Hannah, I was like, why is it every time you do a podcast, you'll have been out, the sober lash is fucking real. Welcome to Dating My Mates, the podcast with me, Katrina E. Lawrence, a podcast where I fire my arsenal of questions usually reserved for poor, unwitting dates at one of my mates. And this week I have got Taro reader extraordinaire, and I'm saying it Taro because of her influence, legit no bullshit witch. Are you ready, guys, for cult mother Hannah? <laughs> Well, hello. <laughs> I felt like that was a celebrity intro. Did you enjoy it? I, I did, to be honest. I just hope I can live up to the hype now, Kat. <laughs> you will, you will. And if, if you don't, I'll just edit it to make it sound like you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's been, what time is it there? So you're in Berlin. Are you an hour ahead? Uh, we are. So it's 11 minutes past two here at the moment so okay. yeah what's been the highlight and low light of your day thus far uh I'll be honest highlight was that my two appointments this morning either cancelled <laughs> or didn't show up yeah um, which usually like wouldn't be a highlight but I mm. decided to go out to emo night last night of course um, you did. Yep. and I have to obviously make sure that the elder emos in the community are seen we're respected <laughs> so I needed to be center of the dance floor sort of like screaming my lungs out um cry mosh I think is oh, kind of what I was going for um yeah. so yeah obviously I, I got up this morning I was like yeah I've got an 11 o'clock I've got a 12 o'clock good god like get the coffee IV on the go um but yeah when when they didn't show or had to cancel I was like ah oh, excellent which obviously is not really the approach that you should take sure sure um, but are you like because you're a sober gal as well, like mm-hmm, me? But I still mm-hmm. get hangovers. If I'm oh, out yeah. until four in the morning, I wake up and I'm like, it's you don't realize it's like eighty percent of it is just being a bit dehydrated and really fucking tired. Yeah, I mean, this is I I don't think I ate amazingly well yesterday, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I I tend to avoid drinking like loads of sugary drinks because yeah, that really doesn't help. So, um, but you know, if you have a cheeky cigarette then that's it you know you're gonna wake up with a bang over which just doesn't really seem fair when you consider the amount of tequila that you that you used to get through so yeah no not fair what about your low what's your low been what today yeah I think I'm I think I'm doing all right oh. I think I, yeah no, I think I'm doing all right I mean having to get out of bed full stop. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> With you on that one. Yeah, absolutely. I can't be fucked now. My weekend like I seem to be super busy and going out all the time in the week. And then the weekend mm. hits and I'm like, no, it's time to sleep all weekend. I think the thing is it's very unusual for me to be out 
these days and I'm usually Saturdays are usually very busy and very full for me and then I work on mm. Sundays as well so I kind of have like a reverse timetable for everyone else but I, I mean, decided to, to sort of break yeah. out of that yesterday yeah I do weekend stuff as well like mm. work stuff because mm-hmm. that's when everyone's free isn't it exactly exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. I like you today so um <laughs> the dating podcast and my first question to you I would like to know mm. what do you look for in someone oh <laughs> a pulse this, this could be as toxic as you like yeah so uh maybe not so much red flags maybe like an unfurled banner sure like a full yeah. red banner flapping in the wind usually <laughs> I'm like a, a bull yeah. to that um I don't know I think these days actually I have thought a lot about uh what I would be looking for if I was looking which I don't feel like I really am at the moment um for me at this point people just really need to have some idea of who they are Mm. and have uh, spent a little bit of time at least attempting to kind of grow up (laughs) yeah Yeah. because I don't want to be anyone's mum I don't want to be anyone's therapist I don't want to um self-awareness yeah exactly exactly that yeah just some kind of you know you don't need to be perfect by any stretch of the imagination but where you do have maybe kind of flaws or foibles at least be kind of aware of them and at least be willing to work on work on that I think yeah same here I need them to be yeah constantly working like if you're not constantly working on yourself Mm. I just fuck off I don't care how fit you are you're not coming in (laughs) I don't know I don't know okay so (laughs) once what's up like physically what do you look for in someone um, I am uh I tend to have two ends of the spectrum when it yeah. comes to dudes um where I very much like you need to be like full-on lumberjack yes. wandering out of the woods <laughs> like bearded tall the flannel yeah like flannel for for days um that kind of like gruff folk punk hangover Mm. kind of nightmare we've got going on um or up the completely opposite end of the spectrum so we're talking like Davy Havoc 2001 wow you know like a very very effeminate Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. skinny Mm -hmm. um you know so but to say that I have a type if you look at my dating history clearly I don't you know it's like yeah. I, I try to think of this thing of like what am I attracted to and it sounds like such a cliche sense of humor every single time every fucking every time, time. every time like if you make me laugh if you've yeah. got game yeah. like I I it physical really mm. doesn't seem to no like like my mum said us Lawrence women we can just be laughed into bed and it's true <laughs> good one mum <laughs> like, like, all right cool cool <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I think one of the, one of the things for me is obviously I'm like six foot tall, like six foot, six foot one. Yeah, which obviously as a woman can be very uh, interesting when you're out there in the mm-hmm. dating world because I tend to, I tend to feel like I men can be quite easily emasculated. Yeah, by someone. Very, I'm obviously you know I've got a lot of confidence. I'm kind of you know yeah presence sure I would say um and so with the height as well like you give me a lad of 510 that wants to take a run at this and can do it like with a sense of humor and a wink and a cheeky grin yeah yeah and half half the battles won for you mate really then that's I must yeah because I mean so you're not someone that's like oh you have to be taller than me it's just like you have to 
be able to comp- like get yeah yeah totally I've dated a lot of people who are shorter than me but I find that you need a certain amount of confidence and a certain yeah, amount yeah you know you know I need to know how to carry yourself to be comfortable in yeah. that situation um but I absolutely am not one of these people that um would only date people as tall or taller than me the problem though like here's the thing dating apps that don't show height mm-hmm. you know how like t- tinder will give you the opportunity people people quite often now will just put it in their bio or whatever yeah like, hinge you like, have to specify yeah you do which is why I kind of prefer hinge yeah. not on any of the apps at the moment but okay. if, I, if I was I quite like hinge um and here's the thing there I don't tend to match with people shorter than me not because it bothers me because I can't handle that moment mm. where you turn up for a day and they look at you yeah. Uh, and kind of look you up and down with kind of like an oh shit look on the face <laughs> and, and you're like yeah that's not how I want to feel straight out the gate on a no, date you no, know like no. but unfortunately the amount of lads out there that are like straight up delusional about their height I don't know I've actually discussed this it's a phenomenon it is a, it's a, I, I don't get it it's like we're gonna find out at some point like, but it's, this is this is what I realized I was like right why are they lying about their height on yeah. dating apps like why are people who are 5'10 saying they're like six foot yeah. why you know like why would you do that because like you said we're going to find out eventually especially mm. if we meet up for a date what I've realized or think I've realized mm. they don't mean to do it they're not lying they're delusional they oh, are walking through the yeah. world genuinely believing that they are six foot tall when they're five ten, yeah. and you're and they're like because I even I went on a date with someone, and I straight out the gate I think they turned up in like cargo shorts and flip flops. So I was like, game over. I'm like, out. I'm like out immediately. immediately. Don't care how like, good you knock knock jokes are. No. <laughs> I was like, I'm at, I am out. Um, but sat and had like the obligatory awkward drink, and then got yeah. up and walked in the same direction. And I couldn't resist. I literally said, FYI, you are not five eleven. Like, yeah you're not and they looked at me and they're like what are you talking about and I was like I'm six foot tall like six foot one like in my boots whatever like I'm telling you now you're not five and they're yeah whatever and I literally stormed off and I'd unmatched me before I even got home and I was like what a dream (laughs) why did you throw that one away Hannah Jesus (laughs) but where does it come from like I think I think it's maybe their mums maybe their mums are like no you're you're yeah you're yeah, no, you're definitely six foot, darling. Like, mum and yeah. their sons, it's a weird aspect. I just, I just, yeah, but I mean, I was one dude as well that was like 5'11", swore by it, kept telling me I was wrong and I didn't know how tall I was. And he had, a, he had an American driving licence with the height and, on it and it said 5'10", and I'm literally <laughs> like, this is your biometric data as held by the government, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, I was just like, okay. But any, yeah, that, that for me is... Um, something that I feel like I always have to factor in or take into consideration with dating which is such such, so disappointing Um, how how do you feel about if a man turned up in a Cuban heel oh I take me to bed yeah (laughs) like I love a Cuban heel like you seriously like if they they said uh yeah I'm 5'10 but they're only 5'10 because of the Cuban heel how do you feel about that is that leveling out or I mean oh I call me shallow graves at this point (laughs) but (laughs) if you are like this is the thing when I say I've dated people shorter than me I I feel like 5'10 might be my cut off I feel like you know because otherwise it's the thing is that I I it's not anything to do with them 
Mm. Um, it's really that then I start to feel overly self-aware and I start to get paranoid and I mm. ha- have problems with my self-esteem um, because otherwise I'm constantly kind of thinking about it or thinking about what they're thinking and you know yeah it's interesting because I don't ever have to think about that because I'm like five two five three depending mm. on cuteness what shoes cuteness. I'm wearing and how big my hair is that day yeah a couple of my pals are like a lot like taller they're tall women and as you were saying it's not their issue with how tall guys are it's the Mm -hmm. guy's issue with how Mm -hmm. tall they are they just Mm -hmm. go into this place of feeling really inferior and that's like it's not hot Mm, no exactly. or they want to challenge you almost. yeah it's not hard but like I said the opposite absolutely is like I went on yeah. a tinder date once and I met this dude in a bar and he was sat on a bar stool when I arrived <laughs> and I sat on the bar stool next to him and we were having a good old chat and the banter was really good and I was like yeah this guy's cute and I was like let's go to another bar and I stood up and he stood up and I was like oh shit this like, is literally <laughs> have you seen okay I don't are you a sex in the city fan by any chance yeah uh, uh, I, I mean I feel like like it's problematic these days but I am absolutely. no I fucking love it okay yeah. so it's literally uh, the scene where Samantha goes and meets that guy that she had yes. taken to the swap party mm-hmm. and he's like tit height but he's yes. just got the energy and he's like exactly he was tit height like but he, yeah. he he looked up at me he put his hand in the small of my back and he went come on then, <gasps> darling let's go and I was like that's what I'm talking if about like you put your hand on the mm-hmm. spot of my back mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. have my children mm-hmm. there's just something mm-hmm. about that move I call yep. it I call there's a certain energy of a man and I call it hand on the spot of a back man hand, hand like, on the spot of the back oh yeah. my God. it was that move it was like you know like mm. um I did end up leaving him in a in a bar I had to claim that I had a terribly upset stomach <laughs> why <laughs> because we sat there and I started we were just chatting but he started telling me about dates he'd been on in the past and he were they was all there... women that were six foot something no 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 <laughs> but he was talking about this one girl and how we got there and she was mental you know <sighs> so he ended up like trying to run off or and I went still had sex with her though didn't you and he was uh, like well, yeah uh, obviously and I was like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. bye-bye but 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 I was like, we don't get this way all by ourselves, bud. Do you know what I mean? Like, he was just, you know, just one of those. He was just giving me all of his lad stories, and I was like, yeah. gently yeah. turning to sand. I was just like, all right, bye, mm. <laughs> bye. So bye. on that note, what mm. is your biggest turn off in a potential mate? Um, <clears throat> I, I, there's loads of really. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to be really honest here. There's loads of really. Uh, little physical things that for me yeah. would like yeah. like like a build-up of earwax <laughs> I mean I don't well I'm sure someone finds that hot there's a no I know but... I feel like you know if you look at someone's ear and yeah. I'm talking like you know or neck beard oh my god nothing oh nothing like my god beard. I fucking can't chin strap I yeah like it. like no, fair enough if you're bearded a full beard and it comes down to neck no worries but when you've got no. like sparse coverage and a few mm-hmm. just net I don't understand it I I, I once did to. an Instagram story about it because I feel so impassioned I was mm. just like it's, but again who told you that was attractive I don't I don't know I mean maybe again maybe it is to some people yeah that is um and you know outside of those kind of like little physical things um I'd love to say that I'm the person that's like if you're really arrogant but actually I find that really hot yeah so if you've got the goods to back it up I'm in all the way 
<laughs> so people that are arrogant, dismissive, you know, like I'm usually, like I said, red flag to ball. Um, for me, obviously, as a sober person, it's not necessarily that it's a turn off, but it's an instant no no in the fact that if you are messy yeah you know like if you're someone where your eyes are sunk back in your head so you look mm. like one of the pirate ghosts from Caribbean Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> do you know what I mean like that yeah, full-on yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. the would spell that, is would, visible would under have, the skin yeah would you have gravitated to that one stage oh yeah 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 totally absolutely did so this is yeah. the thing like um it's just these days like I've, I've had to spend time advancing and developing what I'm attracted to and why so mm-hmm. as someone who had a propensity to kind of self-destruct or be attracted to that kind of danger or Mm. um people who are very nihilistic and very negative and full of drugs and alcohol was exactly Mm. the kind of people that I was spending time with or having relationships with whereas these days if I meet someone and the signs of that sort of like dried up bitter mm-hmm. pouring booze on it like I, it's I, gross I, now isn't it yeah it is totally yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. do yeah. you what's your ideal so would you say it's someone that's like got a lot of clean time they've been working on their shit they work a good program and it's mm. like you know doesn't touch it or is it someone that can just take it or leave it Mm. Like, do you have I, I don't really have like I don't really have set rules I think that's something that I've kind of learned um yeah. is that you I have to kind of take people as I find them and work on like a case-by-case basis yeah. I haven't got a problem dating people who drink I haven't got a problem dating people who use drugs it's just that they need to be aware of the fact I'm sober they need to be supportive and sensitive of the fact that I'm sober Same. you know like um I haven't got any issue with them going out and rolling around the club all night if that's what they're into it's just not where I want to be um anymore so if that's going to be an issue then that's going to be an issue but I also like I as much as like other people who've made the decision to kind of sober up is concerned I think that is that that's cool because you've got that like Mm -hmm. uh level of understanding but I also wouldn't date people from the rooms that I'm in either because that can become incredibly yeah. problematic this it's is... something that I advise against so. 100% this is the thing like so many of my pals just like date exclusively within that and I just I I think for me what I find really hot and it's because mm. I just don't have any comprehension of it and I, I is when people can just take or leave a drink Mm. Or they could like do a couple lines of coke, not have the whole bag and be on the phone to the dealer for the next four days. Like, I think that is so hot. Like someone being like, oh, yeah, I'll have a glass. Do you want another glass? No, I'm all right. And it's because it's such a strange phenomenon to me. Yeah. I I find. But I think it's also that thing of you. You're a grown up and you've got your shit together. It's got that energy to it. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing, though. Have you ever been on those dates, though, where you're they know you don't drink it's like maybe come up an early conversation Mm. and you sit there and they're like oh I'm just gonna have one is it all right if I have one do you do you mind and you're like oh god no I don't like do what do what you like it's fine and then by the second one they're like well I don't drink all the time I just I just turn to fight and I'm there going like and this is what I mean about not needing to be anyone's mum or anyone's therapist like it, it they'll any when they're like deliberately reining it in on a Mm. date or giving you their like story of their relationship with drugs alcohol that in itself is a red flag for me because I'm like if me not drinking is enough of a trigger for you to be literally sat here in this process of examining your relationship with drinking like I I don't really need to process with you I don't need to participate 
in this. Not at all. <laughs> and, and it is, you know, like, oh, just don't let me slip into looking after someone. I had my my hottest version of uh, the perfect scenario happened to me the other night. I was on a date and we'd got, we were going, we went out dancing. Mm. Um, we just like seeing a live band and they got a beer and then we were just chatting and I was like, oh, what beer did you get? And uh, just because I'm nosy about things. Mm. And uh, he was like, oh, this one. And it was an alcohol-free beer. And he does drink, but he didn't say anything. And it's just mm. like, yeah, that's how you do it. You just fucking mm. crack on. You can have, I don't know. I just find that really hot <laughs> I don't know what it is obviously I think for me living in Berlin as well like Berlin is a city that's obviously very synonymous with partying and yeah. we're talking I'm gonna go out on a Friday night and come home on a Monday morning mm. maybe maybe still roll into the office <laughs> like yeah yeah but it's a it's a real lifestyle for people here yeah. you know it's not the same as the British binge drinking culture of just going yeah. out getting it in as fast as you can and then yeah. you know screaming some Bon Jovi in the street and and coming home and passing out in a kebab it's like you know it's it's a completely different culture but it's more like it's the marathons Mm. it's and it's that that I obviously haven't kind of come up in British culture was very couldn't really deal with yeah um but so that's the thing for me is like if somebody if somebody wants to go out and and be out then I would support that but it's not that you can expect me to be there with you or be in there because yeah. I'm not I don't do last man standing anymore I used to no. do endurance partying where yeah, it stopped yeah, yeah. being fun for a, a long time ago and then I would be there and be there and I had to make it to the end and I just mm-hmm. there's nothing more hideous to me now oh it actually gives me shivers like, yeah I, me too. I hate it I hate it yeah. what is so what is your worst dating scenario would it be along those lines of someone kind of inviting you along to something like that no, I mean, like, this is the thing. If someone was like, oh, hey, do you want to come and do this? It would be kind of like, I think it would be an early indication for me that maybe we weren't going to be like the best match mm-hmm. lifestyle wise. You know, like if you're still going out to clubs and losing your keys and, you know, sorry, I didn't text you. I lost my phone kind of thing. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. um, but like, yeah, like I said, again, like there's no kind of one size fits all, I guess. I think the, the number one thing for me is I have to be wary at times of where I am in it because I I, I, let, I met someone last summer and we ended up like we met in a bar we checked into the Western Grand Hotel you know like it was just <laughs> one of those crazy summer yeah. things but I ended up flying to the UK and we spent a weekend in Brighton right. and literally the time we were there like we sat outside of a pub mm-hmm. Then we went out to dinner and there was drinking, like a little drinking. Then it was going back to the hotel. This is a guy who's double fisting beers on the mm. way back up to the hotel room. Like I'm clearing the empties out of the room in the morning. Right. But what happens is I start to become oblivious to the fact that mm. I've in Brighton for a weekend with someone who has literally been drinking the entire time. Yeah. Cans on the beach, beers in the pub, drinks mm. with dinner drinks in the hotel room and then what was really interesting to me was that on the last day I was like Look, can we, let's get a coffee before I have to go to the airport and he was like yeah 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 he's like oh we could go to the pub and I was like all right whatever um and he said he was like best thing about hanging out with you this weekend is that I haven't really been drinking I've basically <gasps> been sober the whole time and I was like Jesus Christ so it's kind of like it's like secondhand denial you know yeah. like someone who is who will drink a lot and I'm not saying that it's problematic for this person you know everyone's got to come to their own conclusions yeah. but you know for the amount of drinking that was happening like continually throughout the day all of the time we were there to then be like yeah I've basically been sober this weekend and me be like that I literally something in me went 
whoop, whoop, like the sirens yeah. going off. But yeah. I, I, I want to ignore those. I want to suppress those. I don't want to see it. And I'd spent all weekend not really wanting to see it and not wanting mm. to acknowledge it because I, I want to participate. I want to be part of it. I want to, I like this person. I like their energy. I like spending time mm. with them. But it, if you do that enough, you realize that you are only going to end up dealing with it and coming face to face with it later down the line. Totally. And I think it's it's what you're talking about. It's all the behaviors and the mentality that go along with that. You know, like I I stopped everything for a bit, but wasn't in recovery. And I mm. was fucking off my rocker. I was yeah. holding mirrors for my friends to do fucking coke off. Yeah. I was still doing all nighters on uh, caffeine mm. and I was like I hadn't sorted my head out I was mm. more anxious and I was still around the kind of grossness of it all and especially mm. in early dating I'd almost be saying to people oh no have a drink because it's letting go of that part of yourself that you think is the cool girl the fun girl the one that is out the latest and and it's it's a bit of a kind of a grief letting go of that oh totally I'm still in that I'm 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 gonna take five years in January and I'm still I might be deeper in that mourning process at the moment than I I ever have been really? it really yeah yeah and I think it's I mean it maybe it's just hand in hand with aging and also the time that we've spent kind of in lockdown throughout the yeah. pandemic but yes you know this idea that I I you know this character that I built Mm. and how attached to her I am and how much I love and miss her (laughs) and how much she still comes out (laughs) at times you know but I think um very early on in my recovery someone said to me you know it's not a case of killing this identity it's not a case of having Mm. to choose an identity it's about knowing and recognizing this as a part of you Mm. but it's not the part of you that's driving anymore you yes. know they don't they don't get to touch the stereo or like they mm. they're sitting in the mm. back you can tell them hey it's all right thank you for bringing me this far mm-hmm. and I appreciate you but mm. hands off the wheel because I don't yeah. want to die I don't want to die <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. no it's because I because generally speaking I'd say 90% of the time like I go out I party mm. and then I think the hardest thing for me to get my head around was knowing that it's all right to leave when you're a bit bored or oh. when you sense that the drugs are coming out or whatever. Yeah. And because I just sort of forced myself to keep doing that. If I don't know I've got an exit plan, I mm. freak out. So just mm. giving myself that permission. But then I had a really interesting thing the other day happen to me. We were out and I was having a great time. And there was this really like very handsome, gregarious, enigmatic guy that was out with us. And all the girls were a bit like, oh my God. And he was Northern Irish as well. So everyone was oh. absolutely wet. Um, <laughs> but he... <laughs> He was doing what my thing was when I was fucked and it was um, making up songs on the spot that were really, really good, right? And he Mm. had everyone's attention and I tried to kind of get in there, but he was quite dismissive. He was like, it was his show. Mm. And I went completely into my shell. Mm. I was so quiet and it was like, oh, if I was drinking or using right now, I'd have the power in this situation like him. And not mm. only that, but I think he'd fancy me. It was, and I really just went into myself mm. and my housemate was like, what the fuck's going on? And I was like, I'll unpack this with you in the morning. But it's, yeah. it's it, and I think it's just knowing your, your limits, isn't it? What's your date in January, by the way? Sixth. Sixth. My, I'm five on the 15th of Jan. Mate, that's amazing. That's massive. Twins. We are. I love this. Oh, I love great. this. Yeah, oh. it's, a, it's, a, it's a big one. But the, I don't know about you, this past year for me has been like, 
real. Oh, I've been fucking through it, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I like, I like being one of these people now that like, and I think it, you know, at five, I'm like, this is new. Mm. It is like I, I five years at this point, I'm like, I'm really relieved to be at the point where I'm like, I know less now than I feel like I did before, and I really feel like when we talk about this kind of like character we we built Mm. and the need to break that down and really look at ourselves kind of really you know I've yeah. I've I've done a lot of that this year and um, yeah. it's been it's been horrible but obviously I see the benefits yeah all throughout my life and it's it's you know when we talk about doing the work like doing the work I'm like it's 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 a lot but the mm. amount of gratitude that I have that like um you know like last night I can meet a friend go out to a club have a dance drink a water come mm. home and wake up today I don't have any regret I don't have any shame I don't have any missing I don't have any gaps I wasn't making random withdrawals from my bank account at two o'clock in the morning I haven't got bruises everywhere I didn't smash my phone I didn't lock myself out and it's like I wouldn't go back if you paid me all the money in the world yeah it's crazy and I did you also like when you first came in think oh five years when I'm five years I'll be sorted five years to me was always like oh when I get to that point and now I'm here I'm like fuck me I've only just got when I was four and a half got to my root trauma have been fucking going at that stuff like yeah and but I think it is the best place to be knowing that you know nothing is here's the thing here's an idea maybe what makes dating so hard for us now as sober people with some self-awareness who have done work on ourselves and I think sometimes being proud of that and recognizing how hard it can be sometimes is important I think the main problem for me with dating now compared to in the past is I have standards all the time Hannah I say it all the time I have a sane and sound ideal and I I I will literally hold you up and I'm like that that's what I mean it's like even last summer when I was prepared to kind of repress those alarms Mm. going off and I didn't really want to look at it like I can't do that today even in a year there's been so much growth and so much kind of like that in itself became a real workshop and a real lesson into what I'm attracted to and why how that affects my behavior um like yeah it's just uh it's it's it can be hard to feel like you know why why is it maybe difficult to kind of meet people or interact with people or have the kind of like um interactions that you would like and you're like it's because I've actually got some healthy boundaries I've got Mm -hmm. some standards I've got some self-esteem my god I've got a shred of self-esteem that I've worked really really hard for which means that I'm just not prepared to be treated the way that I allow people to treat me in the past yeah totally. it's great (laughs) it's fab but it makes your pool a lot smaller like but and also for me I think it just shows how many people have not been doing any fucking work on themselves because I really need you to meet me and like you said be doing the work I'm not saying meet me as someone who has no one's ever going to be perfect no one's ever going to be 100% ready for anything Mm. all that sort of stuff but at least be aware and working on yourself and that pool's even smaller and the Mm. fit ones who do that even smaller so yeah yeah there's yeah yeah I just, uh, I, I, this is the thing I've really learned over time that I had a really, really big habit of trying to date people's potential. Oh, yeah. 
yeah. you know like I would see I would see something in them and obviously I'm very I can be very very codependent it's something I've had to do a lot of work Same, on yeah. and I'd get really wrapped up in them and their hopes and their dreams and I'd be trying to avoid myself but usually it's because I would really see something in someone I would be like this person has so that there is a core of who they are that is so genuinely wonderful and could be so great if we could just get rid of some of this complete and utter bullshit that they seem to be carrying with them. And if, if this is the thing, no one is ever going to do it for them. I can't do it for them. They're only ever going to be able to do it for themselves. And that was such a hard lesson to learn was to release people that I genuinely loved because there comes a point where you're like, I cannot enable you in this narrative any longer. And friendships as well. Oh my God. Let's talk about how (laughs) painful friendship breakups are, especially as someone who's like the reason why I have to create space with this person is to preserve my own serenity and my own Mm. peace and it's not Mm. that I don't love them or have compassion for them it's just that I exactly that I can't enable them anymore you know I don't know about you for me obviously like the community that I was in five years ago before I got you know had to make the Mm. decision to get sober is just synonymous with drug and alcohol abuse and mental health issues and it's just like and you'll see some people the saddest thing for me, and I don't say this with any, I'm not trying to be condescending. There isn't, mm. you know, I, it's just the gratitude of the fact that I look at where I am now, five years later, and my, mm. my life is unrecognizable. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and they're exactly there. They're still there. They're still doing yeah. the same shit. They're still bitching and complaining about the same mm. things. And that's the thing where I'm like, I just can't be around that anymore. No I, just, no, I don't have any I don't I maybe don't have as much patience or capacity as I should do with these days when people people can only come to me so many times and then if they're not really prepared to kind of do any work or make the change I'm just like I can't just continue to to hold space for you while you continually process yeah the do you, exact do you get, same thing do you get an influx of um, inboxes from people that you know used to know like January time December January being yep. like help and then you give them like and each year my boundaries have got even stronger but for mm-hmm. the past three years I actually have a message that I just send to them mm-hmm. and I listen to what they're saying and I'm like right I can only tell you what worked for me here are the tools here are the links mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. immediately know whether someone's going to go for that or not and it's, yeah. be- and it, oh, it's like a vortex like I've tried to go out a couple of times with a group of friends who I met through using basically mm. a lot of them have moved on with their lives but I tried to go on a night out and I had to leave immediately because it was just this grotesque groundhog day yeah. no one was there for the music it was just about the drugs and that and I have now a really gorgeous circle of very close friends. I've made them all since I've got clean. Like yep. I might have met them a bit before, but our friendship's really grown. And, and they're the people because I just, I can't see people. I don't know if you're the same. I've worked really fucking hard to get to where I need to be. <laughs> and yeah. you need to do the same. And it's not going to happen by osmosis. Like no, I sure. love that. That's exactly the word. And I talk about this in relation to dating as well. Mm. When they want what you've got and they think they can achieve it via osmosis and they will literally want to be on you because there's something about you. And it's sad to me. Like I've realized I've been on dates where I've kind of 
I think that I've realized what's happening in the dynamic. Mm. They're super engaged and they're super interested mm. and the lights are on and you're like, and it's not necessarily because they fancy you and they want to hit that. It's because there's something about you that they know it's your energy's different. There's something that's different and they mm. don't know what it is. And it's that they yeah. want what you've got, but they don't know what it is. And I've had to take a step back sometimes and been like, I'm yeah. not going to get anyone sober with my fucking vagina unfortunately yeah, so, well, yeah. no I've tried, tried and yeah. guess what it doesn't work it doesn't work but I think the other thing that you and I have the allure that we have mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. my friend that I do mention on here has this thing that he's drawn towards girls who are sexy danger oh word. yeah oh, we yeah. we look like we're sexy danger yeah. but we've sorted our shit out yeah this is the thing though it's it's it, it's been hard for me actually because I think I've always done sexy danger or maybe not that sexy like hot mess danger yeah, yeah, like, just straight up danger yeah, yeah. I've always sold that persona like very convincingly mm. but it's that character that I'm telling you about that I kind of need to let go because I'm a kitten I'm a yeah. kitten, right? Cuddle me, buy yeah. me noodles. Let's yeah. watch a movie. Like, so, I, let's go on nice holidays and yeah. look at nice things. Like, look into my eyes and like, I like the biggest turn on for me is tell me things that you like about me. Be soft with me. Yeah, like, like if you if you run me a bath. You know, oh or like made if you, even if you I re, like at this point if you just made me a fucking coffee, let alone breakfast. I cried once. My ex made me some food, and I was so not used to it. I started mm-hmm. crying. He was like, mm-hmm. "What's wrong with you?" I was like, "I do this for other people. Yeah, like, I'm the person that provides. Like yep. letting someone in and, and feeling worthy of that. Like that was a couple of years ago. It was like." whoa but I think there's a bit of a disconnect because like it's like you know when you look at me out last night I am serving cunt pardon my French right I'm always because you know I'm still a bit insecure on some level so I'm always gonna you know flick the mullet yeah narrow my eyes at you that you get a lot of confidence slash arrogance I deliberately kind of place my advantage and and you'll get people that are attracted to that you get the people that are like Mm oh yeah like this this one's got a tiger in the tank like yeah. this is gonna be wild crazy fun yeah. and then there's me like crying underneath the duvet <laughs> at 2 a.m because being that present and intimate with someone is still something that I can't really handle and they're literally yes. they're going what the fuck is going on I this don't know why I ordered yeah, yeah, excuse me yeah me. excuse me this is not what I ordered this seems to be like a completely vanilla puddle blanc. of a human being like a blancmange person <laughs> that apparently just wants a cuddle <laughs> where the fucking sparklers gone absolutely yeah yeah, no, yeah. Same. what about your what's your best dating scenario then Ooh, best dating scenario. I still love bar dates. Like, I don't know whether it's Same. just an old habit. No, yeah. It. It's just don't it's... take me to the cinema because I'm not going to be able to be quiet for like right an hour on. and a half. Yeah. No, no. And then tell me your opinion on the film, which I'm probably going to disagree with. And it's just going to, you know. Yeah, no, I I uh I went on a date with a guy once. We'd been dating for a little while, but he took me to see Midsummer. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I was just so I was just so I was the, I was processing so much trauma it, throughout that like at the end we tried to go for a drink. I was just there staring at the wall. Hannah, I felt physically <laughs> sick. Me and I my know. friend went. I think I've spoken about it before actually. Um we were just I was like, I need some hummus. So we went to Aldi afterwards <laughs> and we were just walking around like I was hysterically laughing I was like yeah. I had it was oh my god no that's 
it's not no 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 it's a not 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 a date movie so yeah I don't want to go on a movie um I am 100% that person that I still loves the drama so anything that's a bit of a surprise or anything like a little bit out of the box like I'm I fully if someone was like have you got a passport let's go to Paris I would just I I'm I I live for that. It's great. Isn't it? You know, sponsor, so sponsor, spontaneity. Yes. Super important to me. Uh, but mm. mainly, you know, like if it's, if it's first date territory, take me for a drink, tell me who you are, mm. be honest about that and make me laugh. Mm-hmm. Like that's, yeah. that's really it. No big yeah. expectation. See, I love spontaneity. Do I love spontaneity? I'm such a fucking <laughs> planner. Like yeah. I'm such a planner. But I think if it, and it's, it's more that sort of codependent, like, no, 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 I'll just do everything. I'll just do everything because I can do it better. I mean, like, here's the thing like that used to be my, I always joke with like Paris because I've been to Paris like 10 times because my right. whole thing when I was drinking was I would meet you yeah. I, and I would take you hostage. And the way yeah. that I would do it would be like, <laughs> have you got a passport? Yeah. We're going to Paris and I'd book it and I'd pay for everything. And yeah. of course they're going to come with you. Yeah. Um, Gotta love and, that manipulation. Yeah, but it's this whole thing where the entire time I was like, I am such a loving and giving person, you lucky bastard. And these uh-huh. days I'm like, oh my god, I literally it's like I've done this for you, so now you owe yeah. me. You know, like yeah, now yeah, you're yeah. you're all in. But like, I remember doing this one. I met this lad, um, and I was like, we're going to Paris, and a friend drove us to the airport, and we get to the airport, and he's in the back of the car, and he went, oh look, there's loads of aeroplanes here, and I went. What? Yes, yes, mate. That's because it's an airport. And my friend who was driving, like, literally just, just turned and looked at me, like, and just gave me this look. And, uh, and it was one of those, I sort of sank down in my chair and I was like, oh my God, I'm doing it again. Oh, like, shit. I'm, yeah. I'm doing it again. But I think that's because I, I, one of my very, very first boyfriends who I absolutely loved to bits, he took me to Paris as a surprise. Right. Okay. And it made a, like, very long lasting impact on my early formative ideas mm. of kind of love and romance, I think. So it's a gold standard for it. Yeah. So, very, very importantly, Michelle T, who's one of my favorite writers, mm-hmm. um, has a book called How to Grow Up. And when I was bottoming out towards the end of 2016, I read this book. And they, this is another sober person. Um, and they were like, go to Paris and just remember, you know, that go anywhere that reminds you that there's a big world out there that's bigger than the last person that kind of broke mm-hmm. your heart. And I was like, mm-hmm. I want to be the kind of person that can go to Paris alone. Yeah. Um, so when I had three months, I got on a plane and I went to Paris by myself and I kind of like reclaimed. It's all about that, reclaiming. That, yeah. yeah, definitely. With so many things, and especially in regards to dating, like this was the place that we went and did this. Da, 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 da. And then, mm-hmm. yeah. So what is the best date that you've ever been on? as she trolls back through the dusty <laughs> history like I'm trying to think there must have been I'm gonna I'm do you know what? I'm gonna be really honest I feel really sad for like 20 something Hannah mm. because I never really dated yeah I didn't go on dates I haven't got like a top hits of times that people took me to nice places and did nice things for me because I went to bars mm. and I got shit faced and I went home with someone and then they moved in <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I know that one yeah right and I was like I'm a serial monogamist I'm a complete emo Mm -hmm. you know I've got romantic tattooed across my knuckles Mm -hmm. but I got it really wrong for over a decade and so I don't really have like you know I like the one last summer was really fun that was a really good one because I was I was at one of my favorite bars here and I was having a conversation with my friend about why they were like you need to put yourself out there you should be Mm -hmm. on these apps and I was like no mate when it happens I it's that I walk into a bar 
and I strike up a conversation with someone right. uh, you know and they were like you're deluded it's not how it works anymore you know blah 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 mm-hmm. and I was like whatever and I was actually kind of annoyed and I got up and I went to go to the bar and as I stepped and I as I turned mm-hmm. around I saw <laughs> brothel creeper drain pipe jeans leather jacket bleach blonde hair and i was like Whoo! like literally Whoo! and I was that's like, like i am gonna prove you wrong i'm gonna make this happen i am going to squeeze this situation and this person into me being right wait, about- no it wasn't even that it wasn't even that it's that like i was just like okay it was it was very serendipitous to have literally just had that conversation and then as i got up and turned around i was like there is actually somebody here that i would talk to and i went straight yeah. up to them and i was like hello and they were like oh hi <laughs> and it turns out they're from the same part in the UK that I'm oh, from no way. even that yeah and they were over here so like I said it was a really fun weekend of just like having a crazy fling in the middle of August and we went and checked into the Western Grand which is like this big deal hotel in the middle of West Berlin and just had like a crazy crazy time basically crazy so, old time what about the crazy old time the worst date you've been on Oh my god! <laughs> Which one will you choose? <laughs> Which there are there are a few, but by a million miles. When I was very new to Tinder, mm. um, I think I've only ever been on like ten Tinder dates in my whole life. I'm by right. no means like a seasoned um, Tinder dating app. No, a Tinder. Oh, I love that. Um, <laughs> Sounds a lot like, cuter than it is. <laughs> yeah, I I, ha- I have my concerns, but I matched with this. I matched with this guy, and we went for went for dinner. And he sat there and he just started talking about his mum and how much he hated his mum and was being incredibly derogatory. And I was like, and then he was like laughing. And as he was doing it, he was like punching me in the arm. But like, we're talking like playful punching that really wasn't that playful and actually kind of hurt. And I was like, was he visualizing his mum's face on you? I don't know what was going through this guy's head. And then he started talking about how he has like a, you know, fetish for, for, playing country music while cross-dressing and like I was like whatever you are into like whatever you know but it was just completely outside of the wheelhouse of where I thought I was at or what this person was he just seemed to be like processing out loud a lot of his own insecurities and as a result like the relationship he has with but as we went to leave the restaurant he got my arm in his arm like by the crook of my arm Mm. quite hard it was like right where are we going now then and I was like I don't even feel like I can pull away like I don't even feel like I can leave oh I hate that these days I'd have just been like absolutely nowhere pal see you later and I'd have turned on my heel and walk away but I was really like I don't want to be impolite like I don't which number one thing as Karen and Georgia from my favorite murder would say fuck politeness absolutely you know but I I came up with this plan (laughs) I used to date a very hot barman uh, right. who runs one of the like. Didn't bars. we all? Yeah, we've yeah. I mean, it's we've the got, Walmart, everyone's right? got one. Everyone's got one. I if love. You him. haven't. You've not lived. I love him to bits, though. To this day, he's like oh. uh, a gold gold star memory of mine. Oh. Um, and he runs a bar here in Kreuzberg, and I was like, right. I was like, let's go to this bar. Mm. And I literally got in there and I gave gave this dude who who worked there like the nod and was yeah. like, help me, you know, like yeah, this. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. he he came over and like put an arm around me and he was like, see you later, mate. And the guy was like, wait, what? And I was like, bye. <laughs> oh, that's so hot. But also the guy that you went on the date with, mm. is that was he not just talking so I feel like there was two films that he was fusing together there that he's obviously watched on the beat. <laughs> One was Psycho right 
And then the other one was Silence of the Lambs. I was going to say, yes, those were the vibes that I was getting, to be honest, was like... (laughs) You know, I was, I was, yeah, it was just a very, I just, I, he was, yeah, it was a lot. And it, I think it was like very early on in me thinking about going on dates on, and I was like, I'm not doing this. Like, this yeah, is, this is exactly the kind of experience you hear about where I, I didn't know how to get away from this person. And I felt that they were like very close to crossing like a violent, intimidating like line. And I might have read it all completely, completely no, wrong. I don't, I, I don't think you did. I don't think you did read it wrong from the side of it. No, no I, another thing, like, Kat, talking about, like, drinking, because I had an experience recently where I met someone and we went out on an amazing date and then hooked up and then it all sort of, like, fell apart very, very quickly. Mm. And, like, when I met them the second time and I talked to them, I realised it's because they were hammered. <laughs> and I didn't, because I, like, I met them, because I still like going to bars and, like, if you're new in Berlin yeah. as well, like, I'm going to take you to, like, a few different bars. Yeah, and, like, yeah, I really yeah. love my neighbourhood that I live in. It's synonymous with, like, kind of dive bar culture and I live for that still um yeah same a little bit and uh I I didn't realize like first bar one beer second bar one beer third bar beer cocktail uh, right yeah. yeah so people that don't like drink now the way I used to drink where yeah. like maybe that you know I think they were a bit nervous and they'd also had a period of time where they hadn't been drinking or whatever um and I, when we met on the second date and it was way just more kind of like a mate's vibe and like it was a little bit weird I was like why would you say all of the things? Because they came on pretty strong at the same right. time as saying, like, I'm not available for a relationship. They were like, you know, but we should do this and we could go here. And oh my God, you're so amazing. Oh, and I said, I was like, sickles. I was like, why do men lie? Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, why is it that you feel the need to be like, to be future tripping with me and laying it on when you made you'd already made it clear and I'd made it clear that that mm. also wasn't an issue for me you're like not available for a relationship but I was like that's okay you know they want a relationship they just don't want to call it a relationship mm. so they want everything from you so like I've you know it's like how the reason that people fall into situationships so much and yeah. I think it's because guys are really shit at being intimate with anyone other than the like straight hetero guys Mm, or really mm. don't have that intimacy with their pals that women have with theirs so they they will Mm. like go and hang out with a girl do really really intimate shit together maybe even hold their hands go to a museum stay at theirs for the weekend help them with stuff for work but to them it's locked off in their mind it's just a girl that they're seeing because they don't get to like Mm have a sleepover with their friends or go out for it's like it's It's sad it's really sad because Mm. of all the freaking toxic masculinity guys aren't enabled that space to like explore intimacy on another level that isn't like ending with a fuck at the end of the night do you know what I mean yeah I I always think that I was like when people are here swiping through dating apps they really would just like a cuddle yeah. They just want, like I said, it's that of someone to make you dinner or run you a bath. Like it's intimacy. Yeah. It's intimacy, but it all has to be dressed up for them. Yeah. There's this whole like, you know, going out and going to shag someone. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all mm-hmm. about sex. Yeah. Um, yeah. My housemate sent me a meme yesterday, which was um, guys invented arm wrestling so they could hold hands and lock eyes <laughs> and have eye contact. Oh, it's like... so bad. It's so sad. Oh, there's another so one which is... Um, Guys invented golf so that they could just go on walks and have a chat. <laughs> but it's so oh, it's true. Oh, bless. Oh, Hello. Bless 
<laughs> yeah, that, that one though, it was really with me where I was kind of like, why would you come out with all that stuff? And he was like, I was wasted. And I was like, <laughs> oh shit. Like didn't, didn't, didn't pick it up. Yeah. Didn't, didn't yeah. get the vibe at all. So. No, because you just, even though you know people are drinking, you just assume they're on the same level as you until they're like yeah. very obviously not. And then they're just fucking annoying and you want them out of your personal space. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Yeah. What, um, oh, this, I want to know the answer to this. Mm-hmm. I feel like I might know already. Uh, who is your celebrity crush? You can have more than one if you want. I, I mean, I'm loath to say this over a medium that's going to be kept... <laughs> you know forever and ever yeah, yeah, yeah. not so much anymore uh-huh. but Hugh Grant <laughs> oh wow this is not what I was expecting and I'm so well, teenage teenage Hannah yeah was so into Hugh Grant oh, and they, I think he, he even did like a photo shoot once for like TV time you know like you, you know you get the glossy like the TV radio guys times the radio times yeah. yeah and it was him like in a pair of leather pants shirtless laying on like a fluffy sheepskin rug and I remember just being like oh my god I might I had a real sexual awakening watching Nick Cave and Kylie Minogue in where oh, the wild yeah. things grow like I remember seeing that video and yeah. think and feeling things so mm-hmm. but I don't I, again I don't really have a crush on Nick Cave I don't think I really I do like uh, Tom Hiddleston's Loki you know, yeah. not necessarily Tom Hiddleston, but Tom Hiddleston. But again, it's that it's that sort of like you're serving me teen goth, yeah, yeah, <laughs> problem child. In like. um, in the uh, oh wow, fuck, what's the Tilda Swinton film that he's in where he's a vampire? Oh, and he loves left alive. Oh yeah, my yeah, god, yeah. he's hot in that. Yeah, but it's because he's a fucking because yeah, because he's broody vampire. and moody and a junkie fucking shut in. <laughs> yeah, hello. <laughs> I've got a really embarrassing Radio Times story about crushing on someone. (laughs) So I was once flipping through the Radio Times Mm -hmm. and uh, I was very young. And at the back was, you know, they'd always have like commemorative plates. Mm. And it was one of Cliff Richard and I was like swooning over Cliff Richard. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah, thank you for that because I feel less less weird about the You're Hugh Grant thing and then now, for years my mum and my dad just pissed off and they're like oh Cliff Richard fuck off here's fuck the thing I, I'm thinking about this thing because like uh, Ryan Gosling for me like sploosh but it's, love his it's, wonky face yeah but it's that whole it's place beyond the pines Gosling yeah. Right, yeah. so again, you have facial tattoos and you ride a motorbike, yeah. and you're emotionally unavailable. That's my yeah. favourite brand. Yeah. No, don't not notebook Gosling. No, no, you know? no, 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 no. Yeah. So, um, the other thing as well, like as someone that I, I was actually thinking about this the other day, like I've only ever dated men, had relationship with men. I definitely, I definitely identify as queer, but I don't know yeah. why I fall in on that on that yeah, spectrum. Gillian yeah. Anderson. Gillian how... Anderson, Tilda Swinton, Laura yeah. Prepon, like I, 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 it's that whole thing of like for I think uh, Florence Given says, you know, is it a girl crush? Is it because you're queer, or is it because you're queer? And I honestly, I couldn't tell you, but I do know that Gillian Anderson today mm. is just serving. Um, she is outrageously fucking hot, and it just to yeah. go from like X Files Gillian Anderson to where we are Sex Education Gillian Anderson yeah. before. Julian Anderson, <gasps> literally, I'm going to turn up to a homicide crime scene in the woods <laughs> in a pair of six-inch spiked stilettos. Uh-huh. Yeah, Have you seen it in... Uh, so, I fucking love Mads Mikkelsen. And oh, yeah. he, he plays uh, Hannibal, <laughs> and she's in it. 
Yeah. Have you seen it? I have, yeah. Fuck Just me. both of them, maybe. Oh but this is this is the, this is how, and I think it's been brought up before because so many people fucking crush over Gillian so hard. Mm, That's mm. she's my meter for how annoyingly hetero I am because I don't fancy her. Really? Yeah. Wow. But this is the thing. I'm like, I can't say I fancy her, but but you... I, I, I can be like that's uh, I, maybe it's just that I'm at the point now. Do you want to be her though? Is it a bit of that? Oh, like here's the thing I've realised with dudes that I have a crush on, right? <laughs> I want, I want. What I don't. You've got. Yeah, 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 totally. So, uh, what's his name? Damiano from Maniskin, yes. the Italian band, yes. right? So he's on that. Andy Beersack or like mm-hmm. Andy Six. Mm-hmm. Never been into your music, mate. But my god, again, the cheekbones, <laughs> the black hair, the suit, yeah. like. Um, I've realized I was like when I look at certain dudes mm. and their presentation I'm like I don't think it's that I fancy you I think yeah. it's that I want to be you yeah. it's the, it's that we all have you know this is a, some of the work I do with Tara obviously I'm very 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 keen to point out to people when it comes to masculine and feminine yeah it has absolutely nothing to do with gender and gender presentation absolutely. we all have masculine and feminine energy mm-hmm. my masculine energy is incredibly dominant I have very yeah. dominant masculine energy it's very difficult for me to be in this sort of more yin mm-hmm. feminine pause it's not passive but it's yeah. receptive it's a different it's a, it's it's nurturing it's gentle it's easy I'm much more in the kind of outward focus goal-oriented kind of go 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 so Mm. when I see these guys who are typically rock stars femme kind of presenting rock stars I'm like yeah no I just want to be you yeah yeah I just want to be you totally (laughs) like I I've I've got a thing about the fact that I think I look like a hot guy from the 70s that I would want to fuck yeah like and and this and I have such a sort of a go-to type with guys Mm -hmm. and it's like Mm -hmm. longish to long hair Tash, yep, dressed like you're from the 70s, yep, like fucking mate. I was gonna say, you give me like a a well fitting Levi's or Wrangler boot cart on a Cuban hill with a guy with long hair that can walk that and wear that. I am, I'm I'm done, I'm I'm absolutely game over. But then, like you said, you look at my history of the people I've dated, none of them. But my reason for that was I never went for the person that I thought was fit because I never felt good enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely I just think it's really interesting that I've obviously since 2001 been super interested in a certain kind of music with a certain aesthetic mm-hmm. and did dress like a teenage emo mm-hmm. boy for like mm-hmm. 10 years yeah. skinny jeans band t-shirt short hair <laughs> you know so but it, it was really interesting to me recently where I was just looking at them and being like I don't understand what it is but it might be that I want to mm-hmm. might be that I want to be you yeah yeah the adventure continues. <laughs> <laughs> what um what red flag should I look out for with you? Uh it, okay, so I, I dated someone this year that it was clearly not gonna work. They clearly had way too many issues. I clearly was at risk of wading in and wanting to like save them. Yeah. Um and I ordered a bin and a dish rack. I've upgraded from gun rack, mate. I've gone from gun rack girl to dish rack girl. Because I was like, their kitchen was a fucking state. And the, the, they didn't have, they were like, I don't know why it smells like garbage in here. I'm like, because you don't have an actual trash receptacle. You have a bit, you have a bag on the floor that is open, which is why. So I ordered, I, I was like, you need a dish rack, a cutlery organizer and a bin. And I had an Amazon to the house. And they were like, are you okay though and that ended with me like literally having to put them in the bath at like three o'clock in the morning oh or something because they were freaking out and I was skinning up I was rolling them a joint 
Oh, no. I, I know, no, 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 I know, I know. <laughs> I, but I totally relate to that kind of, I need to look after you. I need yep. to do all the things that you're incapable of doing. So I'm going to beat you into submission. I'm going to manipulatively call out all the things you need to work on. Mm. Not recognize that you're not going to do any of it. And actually oh, yeah. going to suck the life force out of me. And yet buying little things like, oh, where did this come from? Maybe you could make use of this. Or yes. Just, but my things was I would just buy people gifts all the time. Mm-hmm. No, it's because out. it's because oh. it's because we're not enough. It's yeah, we're not enough. We, you know, I, well, I need to give you this. I need to, yeah. I need to show you. I need to prove it to you. Like I need you to know and understand. There's going to be some value mm-hmm. for you in this. It's really sad. No, actually, it is. But it is. I've and gotten then, a lot better. Same, and I'm yeah. I'm currently dating at the moment, and it's very uncomfortable because I am doing everything the opposite way to what (laughs) I normally do and it's triggering to fuck yeah Yeah. here's the thing though here's the thing though because I remember I was talking to a friend before I got on that flight you know I booked that flight Mm. to go to Brighton with this person I had this mad weekend with Mm. and I was like I've got one job and it's not getting on that plane and they're like why and I was like well you know because you know I need to ground and not just be impulsive and they're like no 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 no. the reason you got sober is so you can go where you want and do what you want you can be Mm. impulsive you can be spontaneous you can be as fucking batshit mad as you want to be but you do it with awareness and you're present in it and you will have the opportunity to learn something from it and it was so important to me because I think sometimes I have a tendency to kind of over pathologize everything yeah and it's like I am a I am a generous person I am going to gift you things you know it's not it's like I can absolutely see that I have to be aware of where that's coming Mm -hmm. from I have to look at my behavior but also sometimes there isn't necessarily anything intrinsically wrong with that Uh, you know it's that whole thing of I know I love spontaneity so if someone's like Mm -hmm. you've got a passport if I'm in Paris with you after 48 hours it isn't always a bad thing it isn't always a red flag it's just that it is a part of my nature that I need to keep an eye on but that Mm -hmm. I think will always be there and I kind of like that yeah I kind of like that I think my thing that's never gonna go is the thing is if I like someone fuck me I like them yeah I like them yeah and I feel things very deeply Mm -hmm. and I know I do because when I talk about where my head goes in terms of feeling sad angry happy and I talk to other people they're like whoa okay like I just am a very big person Mm -hmm. everything's Mm -hmm. big with me Mm -hmm. and it's about not quashing that side of things and fitting into stuff. But also, I don't want to be repeating the patterns that I've been repeating for the past few years. No. And getting that neuroplasticity, can't say it with my Invisalign in, to kick <laughs> into gear, it's, it's creating new patterns that feel uncomfortable when you're first doing it. Yeah. It does so, and it's fucking failing and falling and learning and I'd, I'd say I'd say another one with me if I make you a playlist Hannah I'm pulling a face now I'm pulling a face now because I I, I'm like I think everyone. there's gonna be some there's gonna be some people that are gonna listen to this be like hang on a minute you've made me playlist but yeah, really <laughs> like like if I make you a playlist you need to know that I put like my heart and my soul 
yeah. and hours of my life don't you fucking shuffle this either because i've curated this for you I, the, yeah 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 this is an entire journey uh this is me saying everything through these people and their songs and their words that i wish i could say myself sort of thing like and, same, and yeah same, if, same. If, if after a first date i haven't gone to work like i'm not doing my work mm-hmm. not so much of an issue now i'm self-employed but i don't know mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. and I, I don't eat and i start chain smoking yes. cigarettes when i don't <laughs> smoke anymore and i'm making spotify playlists we're in trouble we're definitely like we're in trouble if i'm like i made your playlist after like the first date you are you're in real big trouble okay so should i tell you one that i only realized a few weeks ago mm-hmm. actually like a couple of months ago now and i messaged my friend and i was like holy shit how have i only just realized that i do this this is disgusting <laughs> not only do i make people playlists i draw them I draw fucking portraits of people that, that I am crushing on. And mate, I'm not only that. Mate, that I is a bit weird. Them. I oh, give them no. to them. No. <laughs> <laughs> so my ex, I gave him a picture of him. And then yeah. I was doing it with this other guy who, he was just someone that I just wanted to fuck. Like he was, he's probably the hottest person I've ever come across or not come across. Um, mm. And he was like dipping in and out of recovery again, yeah. in and out of me. Um, yeah. And I just knew that I had to obsess to my friends about him to get him out of my system. Yeah. Um, and I, and I was drawing a picture of him and then I was like, Oh my God, this is what you do with people. This is what you do with people. And then I'm dating at the moment and I got the urge to do it with this person. And I was like, oh my God, it's because I really like them. I was like, don't keep the fucking Sharpie in the cupboard. (laughs) Do not put it to paper. And I haven't made. I can just imagine like the process for you, like gifting these as well, is that you're at their house and you leave it on their pillow as if they're like tucked (laughs) into bed, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Or make it into a pillow. Yeah, yeah. I've got a nice question for you. An uncomfortable question, but a nice question. Oh, well, my favourite. What is your best feature? Physical or... (laughs) (laughs) I have got cracking tits to be fair love this for you yeah I mean I've I I've I'm very I'm blessed with a a decent rack blessed with a chest I'm blessed with a chest I've got good nipple to boob ratio yes on the go which I've always been quite quite I've so yeah the 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 boys they get Mm. flashed less than they did but they're still they're still (laughs) holding they're still defying gravity they're still where they're meant to be um so I'm quite lucky that even though I'm all tits and ass I've got kind of like a little waist yes uh still (laughs) remarkably (laughs) I love that you've got that with your sleeves though because yeah your weight you're holding back like the best bit You've got to well, I'm kind of like uh I've been a trash panda throughout the pandemic but the, and here's the thing like uh I'm a big girl I've always had like a lot of hang-ups about my body because I'm six mm-hmm. foot tall and I'm all tits mm-hmm. and I'm all ass and like I'm a big girl mm-hmm. and these days I'm kind of like I'm a big girl yes, <laughs> yes. And I'm, I feel like I've waited my whole life for like mullets and ass to become trendy here they are like because all of a sudden everybody's talking about being thick and like having a bum and I'm like I will I can yeah I'll serve you ass for miles so yeah I think these days just really embracing some of the the characteristics or features of my body that uh I've always had a real issue with and that was a real problem Mm. for me um Mm. now I'm just like I'm just gonna work with what 
what God gave me. <laughs> good, good. This is what we like. I love that for you. That's great. Yeah. Like emotional characteristics, what do you think? Fiercely loyal. Mm. Fiercely loyal. Like I'm a very Leo Leo. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, here's the thing with Leo women. When we love you, we will love you with every fiber of our being. If you're mm-hmm. in the warmth, if you're in the sun, like you will, you, it's a great place to be. But the flip side to that is if I perceive that you have wronged me, mm-hmm. if I decide that I have tired of you, if I don't want to have anything to do with you, once the shutter comes down, once the axe drops, there is very little way back like once you're out in the cold that's where you're gonna stay and I you can die there (laughs) (laughs) like I really I'm like I don't know whether or not like I said I've done a lot of work on this it's like do I just have really good boundaries now Mm. or am I still like cutting people out cold without enough kind of exploration or conversation or looking at my own behavior and I I can't decide and I don't really care but it's like just blame it on the stars it's because no but that's the thing if you're in you're in like I might I will like I do ride or die besties Mm. where I would fucking come to bat for you I would die for you and when you're in that circle like you are in but getting in there is tough and if you piss me off Mm. there's very little kind of road for a redemption with me yeah. unfortunately Fair. yeah 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 uh so just a slight slight turn here yeah so you're on death row <laughs> okay yeah makes sense you've killed murdered, someone. Murdered a partner yeah yeah, yeah. 20 stab wounds, back of the yeah. head yeah I'm I said that say- to the next one I said that I said that I went for a breakup and he his housemates called me and were like you need to come over here this is your fault because he's like yeah. trash in the house and he's like red wine wasted like red lip you know what I mean like purple lips drunk and like staggering around trashing his room and I walked in and I was like what are you doing he was like you've done this and I was like no no you did this (laughs) you cheating son of a bitch like I don't know how you can turn this around on me um and he was like look I just want you back and I went I looked at him and I went mate the way that this ends is with you face down in a pool of your own blood with like 20 stab wounds to the back of the head neck and shoulders and I, and I and I mean it and I knew it I knew it I yeah. knew it and I, I swear to God with the amount of drinking and the drugs and like the carnage yeah. of that time and the how how full of just like seething resentment that I was after mm. a lot of the way I've been treated by him I really meant it so I can vibe with this whole death row thing right let's sure. go yeah. yeah well I was going to say who have you killed and why well there we go him. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah 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 and then um I'd like to know what you what are you munching on? What are you gobbling up for your final meal? Uh, macaroni cheese was the first thing that came to mind for me then. Mm. A mac and cheese, but also like it's a, it's an ongoing joke in my kind of online community, the cult that I am, I should be sponsored by Domino's at this point as well. Because I, because I eat a lot of Domino's pizza. I do. do. So I kind of feel like death row, I'd be nothing fancy nothing fancy it would be it would be some sort of takeout I think if you were to have a starter main and dessert but all made of pizzas what would your toppings be uh I'd have to go for uh I I am a Hawaiian girl that I do I do believe that pineapple belongs on on pizza so do you do you believe that people claiming that as a personality trait belongs on dating apps though no I'm a bit concerned here's the thing have you noticed how when you can add your hobbies that gin and tonic is a hobby 
don't. I'm sorry. Gin and gin and tonic is a beverage choice, not a fucking hobby. Like the list of like Tinder, it's like volleyball. You know, rock rock climbing. They can all go in the bin, by the way. People that Same. climb fake climbing walls and are covered in like <laughs> dust in order to do so. Like you need to all get with Machu Picchu out of it, right? <laughs> I'm kind of like red wine, gin tonic. Like these are not hobbies, <laughs> unless you're an alcoholic. Unless you're a fucking alcoholic. Seriously, like it's just really interesting to me. Okay, so starter, I'd probably go with some scampi. Oh, on a pizza? Why not? Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I do like I do like a lasagna. I love Italian food. Do I went to I went okay. to Rome at the beginning of this month just to eat. Oh, so. how was it? I saw it looked great from social media. Yeah, <laughs> every everything I do looks great <laughs> from social media. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, it was really really good. It was a really good opportunity for me to realize that like I really do love my independence and I love solo mm. travel and I love being a bad bitch who really does not feel that anything is missing whatsoever and can sit alone in restaurants and a pair of mm. like statement sunglasses just living my life. Nice. Um so it was a really good opportunity to connect with that but also mm. to cry silently into a pillow having eaten an entire um you know platter from a supermarket on the final night because i'm oh so alone so like <laughs> it's that constant, it's that constant no it's that constant lesson of being like i don't have to pick a, a, a mode or an emotion mm. like i can feel all of these things at once yeah. um so that was that was quite good but after five days of my own company i was ready to come home yeah yeah fair fair uh, so now you're dead yeah what's your funeral song oh oh such a good question I've always said that I would have meatloaf but out of hell but like the nine minute version yes because it would be hilarious because nobody (laughs) would know what to do so it would be like please stand and they'd be like the click click whir of like the coffin disappearing whatever and it'd be like I'm bad out of hell I'll be gone when the morning comes and people are gonna be like no but after like two and a half minutes three minutes it's gonna be awkward and people are gonna be shuffling and they're like can we leave like can you imagine by like minute six or seven and I would just I I think that would be hilarious so that that because it's funny um my chemical romance I'm not okay as well I still would bring the house down yeah yeah Yeah. you can have I've got a playlist so you're welcome to have both of them you've got uh you've got yeah, I've got a funeral playlist. I love this. And if I, I send you that, then you know I'm really in love with you. Yeah, oh, send it over, babe. Send it yeah. over. Um, no, my, my friend Matt recently is a very good friend of mine. And and we both have quite a macabre sense of humour. And he was talking about, like, what he would do at my funeral and stuff. And, and like, messing about, you know, and playing stuff that, you know, that the other person, like, wouldn't like and stuff like yes. that. These are the kind of conversations I have with friends. <laughs> just decorate it in the most disgusting way yeah I find it you know like, I uh, my mum and dad if there's been some conversation you know like mm. and it's quite cool except that like my mum I think there's a, a Sarah Cassidy over the rainbow version that's really like I'm like okay I over the rainbow no the Sarah Cassidy version absolutely like it's yeah. really yeah heartstrings and then my dad is gone for Johnny Cash's hurt <laughs> Oh my uh, god! Uh, the, uh, and uh. then I uh, like the Ning cover, and I'm like, I don't know, Dad. 
<laughs> I mean, albeit for me to disregard your final wishes, but this is the guy that also would quite fancy a sky burial, which involves you being chopped up into little bits so vultures oh. can carry you away. Oh my God. Um, and I'm like, I don't feel like my dad, my brother is a tree surgeon, so that we do have access to chainsaws, but I do still feel okay. like us dismembering my father and leaving him on a cliff top somewhere could all end, it could end quite badly for everyone involved yeah but um, that to johnny cash singing yes <laughs> i want an invite <laughs> i'm in okay right or at least we can count on you to help lift some of the uh bin bags as we move yeah. move move dad, dad to the cliff top no <laughs> sorry no sky burial for you perhaps so hannah yeah after our date Mm-hmm. Would you say that our platonic love will blossom into romance? Will our shared dating trauma set the scene for a one night stand? Or are you simply going to ghost me after discovering way too much information? Look, here's the thing. If I ghost you, it's because I actually really like you. So I'm going to pick that. <laughs> hey! I'm going to pick that, right? Love if that. I sleep with you, I've probably decided from the outset that I'm not that attracted to you, but I feel committed. <laughs> I feel committed at this point and like I have to anyway. So that's that, that's that's not the option. Um, if you know, so I, I as much as I could quite easily move into platonic friendship, I'd be resentful about it because yeah. I'd have questions as to why you weren't worshiping the ground that I yeah. walked on. Yeah. So yeah, I almost feel like ghosting is the best option here for you, Kat, because it means that I felt a genuine connection and like there could actually be some potential for us. It's which means you'll never hear from me again. I love that. Or I'll start trying to date one of your friends. <laughs> Hannah, that was my thing. If I fancy you, I'm going to snog you, mate, instead. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Let me pick an unattractive friend with a whole bunch of undesirable assets, features, or qualities, and I'll get in a relationship with them for a year. <laughs> oh, my God. It's honestly the, the mirror, the mirror yeah. you've been holding up to me during this whole chat. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I feel like anybody that's really relating hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. You're not alone. You are not alone. We are definitely, alone. we're definitely a type. Do you know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. Oh, have you had a nice time? I've had a great time. I'm living. I'm absolutely living. Oh, I'm so glad. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute treat. And thank you everyone for listening. I massively appreciate it. Thanks to the guys at Digit Music. Go check out all the fab work they're doing at Digit underscore music. And I'll be back with an Agony Aunt dish next week. And then back with another interview the following week. I'm going to pop a lovely little picture of Hannah on my Instagram. Uh, dating my mates, all one word. And you can follow her at Cult Mother Taro, all one word. And she also has a fantastic Patreon. Don't forget to visit the Dating My Mates Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Dating My Mates to hear her answers to this week's exclusive Patreon-only questions. Bye! Bye! Bye!